Hey, Amy. So I found this letter that I wrote to you in April that I never ended up sending to you. So I was just thinking of reading it as is. Um, maybe we can pretend that it kind of got lost um, as it was making its way over to you over the ocean and then, you know, somehow it magically appeared again. Hey, Amy, where should I start? From the beginning? Well, I'm certainly very sorry that I haven't written to you in a while. I mean, we have talked a little bit here and there, but I'm sorry I haven't contributed to our project. If someone looks at the dates of our last letters and then connects it with me living in Texas, maybe it becomes clear that part of the reason why I haven't been in touch is because of that nightmarish snowstorm that happened right after Valentine's Day. I don't need to go into detail about it. We made it through all right, and much better than many others did, but it was terrible on an emotional level, and I think there's still a part of me that's processing what happened. It's also, it also obviously opens up the entire discussion on climate change, how, as an individual, you may have to reckon with the fact that you're living in a place that will continue to experience extreme weather conditions. It feels surreal and not an easy or pleasant fact to live with. But also, honestly, I felt kind of stupid because you remember I told you about this big box of mementos that my parents sent over from Sweden. Well, um, I went through I went to I went through a phase where I was researching the best ways to preserve diaries, photographs, and letters. And I don't quite understand my fixation with wanting to preserve all these frail pieces from my childhood when, like shortly thereafter, we didn't have any power or water. I guess it just makes me feel like an idiot for spending my energy on preserving the past. Anyway, so after the snowstorm, I got sick. Nothing major, but it set me back a few more weeks. And then I had to go to the hospital because I fell on my stomach in a parking lot. And we wanted to monitor the baby for a few hours to make sure he was okay. Thankfully, he was. But the whole experience triggered some old postpartum depression stuff and debilitated me emotionally. Then I got sick again, not with COVID, but just your regular daycare flu, and it just it's just taken me weeks to feel all right again. It's like I'm still processing all of the things that happened during the spring while trying to keep the present intact and also having a little bit of energy left to plan for the next few months. Because I'm due first week of June, so shit is going to get real, real fast. I'm just going to pause because um, I have to pick up Emery. I'll be right back. Okay, let's see, where are we? Um, I'm tempted to talk about the SNL lesbian period drama sketch um, uh, than uh, Ammonite because that short video sums it up per so perfectly. It's just so hilarious. SNL is so even, uneven these days, but man, they really nailed it with that one. In terms of what I've been watching, it's not been much. We're slowly making our way through the Wu-Tang documentary of Mike, Mike's and Men, which is probably one of the best depictions of male friendship I've ever seen. And the fact that it's not fiction, these men created something so unique and original and maintained it for decades is just so touching and impressive to me. I have to admit that I've not been reading a ton, 
There's just been too much going on. But I am reading the Copenhagen Trilogy now by Tuva Dietlipsen, who has been getting some much-deserved recognition in the U.S. The story or setting is kind of remark unremark unremarkable, but she really captures the inner turmoil of a young woman's life in working-class Copenhagen during the Second World War so well. It's almost eerie. And there's really just this magical touch to the English tra translation, which was done by Tina Nunnally and Michael Falvala Goldman. It's really stunning. Oh, and you'll like this. So every February, March, there's a big sale on books in Sweden. So I stocked up, so up on some new children's books for V and saw that um, two collections of Tuve Jansson's work was on sale. Uh, Modernista have these cool editions of her work, one that's called Noveller, short stories, and one that's called Romaner, novels. It's these two thick books that collect um, most of her prose work that she wrote for adults. Because I don't know if you remember, but I had gotten a copy of Fair Play, but felt like I was crazy for reading it in English. So anyway, I finally got it in Swedish and decided to get these two editions that include so much more. So I'll, I'll, I hope I'll be able to dip into them during my maternity leave. I'm actually reading The Invisible Guest in Moomin Valley um, by her to Vera. And it's kind of strange, but also so wonderful. It's about a little girl uh, probably an orphan, showing up to the Moomin family's house, but she's invisible because someone um, scared her so much she disappeared, and the family tries to get her to become visible again. But they might also discover that she's not the nicest person to be with. So there's all, there's all these delicate layers to what it means to have empathy for someone, but also the value of other people's self-worth. It's a little bit too advanced for Vera in the sense that she has a million questions about what's going on in the book. Like, where is Nini's face? But it's really quite special. So here's where I'm at. I'm having a baby in four weeks, and I'm honestly petrified. I'm not sure if there's much I can do about that feeling. So it goes. I miss you and hearing about what you're reading, watching, thinking about. Love, Syl. <laughs>